there, friends. It's the Not Guilty Podcast. This is the podcast where three amigos talk about the movies we love even when the world tells us not to. Some could call them guilty, guilty pleasure, pleasure movies. movies. When a film gets 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, we are that 10%. This week we battle to the death against evil foes in this post-apocalyptic film where guzzling is gold, drinkable water is scarce, and an unlikely hero finally does the right thing. That's right, we're going to talk about Mad Max. Uh, we're, we're actually talking about uh, Waterworld. Uh, Waterworld? Guys, that with, was Waterworld? Uh, with Dennis Quaid. That was Waterworld the whole time? Yep. Oh yeah, okay. Waterworld 1995, movie epic featuring Kevin Costner and Dennis Hopper. Guilty pleasure movies. The ocean and you. you don't want, you don't Alright, Waterworld, here we are. Not Guilty Podcast again. This is Alex. This is Kyle. And I don't have a name, so death can't find me. <laughs> I don't have a home or people to care for. I'm not afraid of anything, men least of all. Is your name Kevin Costner? I'm Chris. <laughs> oh. Waterworld, this is a movie submission by Kyle. Uh, yeah, I chose this movie because I think it's just an all-around good action flick. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the the setting that it's in, like that post apocalyptic water world. <laughs> okay, so you brought this movie. You did this yep. to us. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Waterworld. Where did you see that for the first time? What was like your experience of Waterworld? <laughs> I feel like your experience with movies <laughs> is really sad. <laughs> you, see, you see movies halfway. You don't start them at the beginning. Yeah, my family tends to uh, start a movie halfway, and that's pretty much how i'm introduced to a movie so what's your defense for this movie why do you feel like it's a uh a a not guilty guilty pleasure movie um i think i don't think it's a guilty pleasure movie just because i think it's an all-around great action flick like Mm -hmm. i like i've said before like it's one of those things that you know the villain is really good and it has some like very cheesy action scenes it had the humor of die hard with a vengeance yeah I was going to bring that up, actually. <laughs> Yay! I'm glad you, uh, you kind of uh, dropped a duker on Die Hard <laughs> because of their humor. It, but this one worked. Die Hard was just so... Feet. Die Hard was just so over... over-humorized. This one was like... It had perfect humor. <laughs> Not perfect. Per- perfection. It, it had perfect Pop- timing humor. Let me say that. It had good timing. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. This debatable. <laughs> well, let's debate it. Okay. So this is a movie all about how this is a story all about how the ice caps melted and the whole planet got covered in water. Mm. Um, I don't know if you guys, <laughs> my brain immediately did this. <laughs> said, Is this even possible for the world to become completely submerged in ice of the ice caps i read in the (laughs) trivia and it's not it's not at all so off the bat uh, that's that's where dry land comes from yeah anyway uh but kind of the whole premise of the story is that there's a rumor of dry land and nobody's ever seen it and so it's just a fable Mm -hmm. and so kind of as the quest continues we're we're with our hero kevin costner trying to find said dry land with the help of two stowaways deb from napoleon dynamite oh deb from napoleon Mm. what was her name i can't remember in the movie yeah the the girl um 
Alona or whatever. Aloni. And then the other her name one, literally he, is alone spelled backwards. Oh really? Her her yeah. name is Moana. And then what's the older woman's name? I remember it being kind of like, they, just kind of a typical. Wasn't it like Helen? Helen. Or something? Helen. <laughs> yeah, because every time they go Helen, I'd be like, what? It should have been like a little more it, unique. Yeah, it was something. Helen. You're Helen. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Universal logo right at the top. I sh- uh, yeah, I actually put in my notes, missed opportunity. The Universal logo should have been underwater, but I wrote that right before they did it. <laughs> I know. I so need the, to the pace earth. myself with these notes. <laughs> I do the same thing. I, yeah, because uh, there's a couple of things I was like, you know, assuming were going to happen and they just didn't. Or like, we saw this thing happen. Is that ever going to pay off in the end? But yeah, the Universal logo turns into... <laughs> Uh, a water planet mm. and movie trailer voiceover. Yeah. Well, cause well, this movie is trailer voiceover guy. Cause this is a preview of our future. <laughs> did you guys feel like, Oh wait, is this a, is this a preview or is this a movie trailer? <laughs> it did a little in bit a world. And he didn't even say that. Like he, this was the perfect opportunity for it <laughs> in a world where people suck <laughs> in a world covered in water. It's water world. Well, we need to look up the trailer and see if he says it. In a water world. How come world. he only narrated the first few lines? Uh, and that's it. Yeah. I was like, what? That's it? There's there's nothing else? Yeah, they didn't even end the movie with that. I did. Sure yeah, that. I'm, I want to say it's, you know, maybe a couple of sentences. <laughs> it's literally like, huh. the ice caps have melted and the world is covered with water. People adapt. This movie was uh, very 90s. Very mm. 90s. In a good way. All the villains look like big haired metal bands. Like, it just looked like a... Like, well, they look... Well, that's what... The, what are haired it, metal bands? Haired. Haired metal bands. Well, it's Mad oh, Max with water. Yeah. So, there you go. Exactly. Was the villain in Mad Max? Dennis Hopper? Yeah. He's the villain in Super Mario Brothers. Mario. <laughs> He's King Koopa. <laughs> Am I thinking of... Wait, so who's Which the... they're all kind of similar. It's like who's these the villain? bad guys in these 90s movies. Who's the villain in Mad Max? Uh, well, you know, honestly, I don't, I'm, I've only seen the newest one. Yeah, isn't he in the newest one? No. Uh-uh. No? No, Dennis Hopper passed away like... What? Three or four years ago or something like that. I'm yeah. thinking... I must be thinking of the guy from National Treasure 2. Mm-hmm. Those guys look so similar. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ed Helms. Well, I don't think he was in... Ed Harris. Ed but it wasn't Ed Harris. It was uh, Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. <laughs> I'm not doing too good with names tonight. <laughs> Earlier tonight, I called. Oh, jeez! You don't OG? even know. I'm. I'm like. For the, for our listeners, I'm getting over a cold, so I'm like not with. Hey, the, there's who did the voice of the genie? <laughs> We're not sympathizing Martin. here. I mean, not Martin. Uh, Rob Robert Williams <laughs> is Robert. what you said. Earlier. Robert Williams. <laughs> Robert Williams. Um, good life hunting. What's his name? Ronald Williams. <laughs> Robin. Robin. Okay. <laughs> Ronald McDonald Williams. Uh, this is this is gonna be a rough one. <laughs> this is gonna be worse than Super. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, so we open up on piss. Uh, <laughs> which is a true story. <laughs> well, not based on. Um, so <laughs> we open up on him pissing. 
And then this is the scene I think everybody <laughs> remembers about Waterworld. <laughs> is uh, is um... now is this pissed on a true story? <laughs> they probably changed the channel after that. They're like, I get it. <laughs> it's one of those movies. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, this, this is why I never saw the beginning part. <laughs> the, honestly, I I thought this was way later in the movie that this whole scene because this is literally the only thing I remembered about no. it from my childhood. Why wait? <laughs> this is that's literally the first scene, I, the first shot. That's amazing. And then oh, uh, so he has this little doohickey contraption that turns pee into cr- clean drinking water, but not ocean water. <laughs> some for some reason. <laughs> That is interesting. Why? <laughs> he could it yeah. Hmm. It's all like super uh 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 the, what's the opposite of industrious? I guess it's kind of industrious. Post-apocalyptic. Outdustrious. Outdustrious. Um <laughs> so it's not like there's not any technology to it. It's you know, it's kind of like beakers and hoses primitive. and yeah, primitive, exactly. Mm. The logic the sound is the sogi- <laughs> This logic sound right off the bat. The answer is no, um, that this could never happen. So rest assured, it's not a, uh, despite maybe what they would hope for you to believe, it's the max water level that the, uh, something I read, the max water level the earth would ever get if all the ice caps melted would be 250 feet or something like that. How did people just lose land? How did they just, like, how did, because dry land was pretty sizable yeah it was how did people just for not also it was jurassic park did the water like abruptly like just come at once because from the underwater scenes it looked like everyone was just like surprised by it totally right i feel like there was a plot the same thing because uh yeah i thought the same thing because i thought that yeah uh, well, was it like a day after tomorrow situation? Yeah, where it, it all has this kind of what it is alludes this like to. It even has it even has uh, Dennis Quaid in it, who is the same person as Kevin Costner. Yes, mm. and day after tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, they are the same person. Yes, the, the it's not up for debate. They mm. are the same person. He's in day after tomorrow. What else is he in? Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Oh, isn't uh, he in like cheaper by the dozen or something? Uh, Robin Hood, uh, Prince of Thieves, Dragon Heart. Of course. He wasn't Dragonheart. That was actually Dennis Quaid. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're... Yeah. A parent trap. We were doing a thing. That's where I first... Yes, yeah. Parent right. trap, yeah, Saw that's him. right. As a, as a wee lad. He also freaked out on a movie set, and it's a viral video that you can go watch on YouTube. Dennis Quaid? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, or it's was, fake. Was he, was I don't he, know. Was he the guy that Christian Bale was yelling at? Yeah, exactly. They were. It was the other side. I want to see that video. Somebody put them together. And it's just them yelling at each other. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's um, awesome. Okay. So where do we go from the peeing scene? I don't so remember. We go. Well, there's. He meets this guy, and um, the right. guy steals his his uh, limes. My limes. Yeah, <laughs> my limes. Um, which was a horrible offense. The guy couldn't understand him, but he said something that made him go to this destination, which was a kind of like an island in the sea. He basically killed him because the, um, the yeah, he smoker murdered that dude. <laughs> this, by he he tore off the dude's sail on the smoke, and he just left him for the bad guys to kill. Yeah, and they 
slaughtered him. Like just for limes. I was like, geez. I love fish have no souls. Yeah. That does uh, bring up a point. I noticed that um, Kevin Costner is not a very likable protagonist. In no, this. Mm-hmm. no. He's he, kind of a he jerk. He spends most of the movie hitting the women. Yes. And like, and then eventually he teaches one of them to swim, and then it's like, oh, that's his save the cat moment. Yeah, that's his save yeah. the cat moment. Mm. Um, so, and then even uh, we'll get to the ending, but yeah, he's not a great hero. Yeah, we're introduced in this scene to the smokers, who are the antagonists of the movie. We end up going to I don't know what this place is called. I I don't do do we even hear Kevin Costner's name the entire movie? No, I think I mean I think that was an intentional choice like mm-hmm. i think uh because then i i think that's something like kevin what's his face reynolds mm-hmm. the director i think that's what he does with a lot of his characters he doesn't give them names mm-hmm. like i don't think the postman had a name either oh is this the same director the wow. dude's name is mariner yeah but i think mariner. that's kind of like uh a title given to him kind of like uh blondie why didn't you chosen... good and bad and the ugly when i feel like the mariner would be a cool movie Mariner? Better than Waterworld. I don't know. The Mariner sounds well, awesome. How are you going to get a universal attraction after well, Mariner? You show the universal uh, intro. In a world where there's a Mariner. Where there's water. We have to have it's a hydro. Mariner. It's, why, should, why did they call it Hydro, by the way? That's just weird. They called it Hydro, but they also called the world Waterworld. I, I know. Yeah, because you like, nothing, what does he say? Something like, there ain't nothing safe on Waterworld. Yeah. I don't remember what he said. That's that field of He's kind of got a country accent half the time. We know he speaks Portuguese. Anyway, uh, yeah, freshwater is known as hydro because it's so rare. And they go to bars to drink shots of fresh water. Water. <laughs> I guess, right? That's what was happening. I don't really know what was happening I in mean, the there first part alcohol, of the movie. But water is almost treated like alcohol in this movie can we, wait hold on can we stop someone in a, spiked the water um can we talk about the woman that's like just thrown into the pile of goop what was that oh you mean the uh kale uh smoothie yeah what was <laughs> the point of that scene he called it they called it the recycling or something what like that pit of that pit stuff? of snot yeah yeah I, I feel like that was a pointless scene though like why did it show them just because it was a callback it, it was to show that because he gets stuck in that pit later on. And there are two moments. I don't know if you guys saw this. On this floating island where Kevin Costner trips or like stumbles. There's two moments where he does this on this island thing. Probably drunk on that water. <laughs> on that hydro. And I remember th- like that doesn't come back. Because I was like surely they're going to they're gonna say something about. Which, and the movie was like and don't call me Shirley. Which part does he trip? He well, he jumps off his boat and he's like, "Whoa!" on this great thing. I don't know if you remember that. And then he tries to step up to like one of the the bars or something like that. Well, and trips up the stairs. It looks intentional. It's so yeah weird. because he doesn't. He's been uh, out to sea for such a long time that he hasn't walked on oh, solid ground. Oh, oh oh oh! They were trying to say something. They yeah, were like trying to tell us something. They even mentioned they're they're like you've been out to sea or you've been out at sea for a very long time. Yeah, you got context gotta, clues. Ah, you got to listen to the pauses. Yeah, man. Sometimes <laughs> a movie will tell you things there in the so pauses. Many pauses. Let's watch it again, but this time let's pay attention to the pauses. Another, and what's not being said? Another two hours. <laughs> 
I don't know if I could handle it, <laughs> even though I, I like this movie. <laughs> He's a mutant. We find that out, too. A muto. A mute. Is that what they called him? I think they called him that. I, I like think so. Once. <laughs> He's a muto. But there's nobody like him. Is there just like a folklore thing about there's being mutants out there? They have an immediate reaction to him that's like, kill it, kill it, kill it. Well, they they call him a mutant or mutation or something right off the bat yeah. as if it's like that's what we call people like this. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of what I was thinking too like oh there must be other people that have been run but into and he said that there's no one else like him. I know and other people have said that too. Yeah. Maybe mutation is just like a a slur in those <laughs> days. It's like how they still say retard in this they're also like it's interchangeable with mutation or something. He, his feet were webbed. And looked fake as crap. What? <laughs> well, you know. Well, they they well. were they probably were going to use some more of the VF, VFX budget on that. But um, true story, Kevin Costner actually had the insisted that the VFX guys use uh, some of the effects to hide his receding hairline. Wow, medium yeah. or short. You know it's true. Mm. When he shows up, everything with... I do, do it for. How come there's no Brian oh. Adams in this song? In That's this movie, a great question. Who? Brian Adams. Mm. Mm. Well, we may have to learn you a thing or two. We should write Brian. a Waterworld song, as if it were a Brian Adams um, song. Every piss I do, I drink it in a few. Uh. I had a question too about the the sand the the dirt, mm-hmm. the cup of dirt. He walked up in there with the jar of dirt, and he got like a ton of money for that stuff. Why didn't he just have like tons of jars of dirt? <laughs> That's what I, I was wondering the same <laughs> thing too. It was too. so valuable. The guy like puts in his mouth and oh damn, this is this is dirt. <laughs> yeah, That's some good dirt there. That's no. He I think the words were that's pure. Dirt. <laughs> I see. I think he said. I think he used Call the word. Call the dirt pure. expert. Yep, that's dirt. Yep. That's mm. a, that's that's dirt. Why? Well, and one thing <laughs> I didn't realize at this point too was that the people in this world don't even realize that there is dirt outside of the fable of dry land. I don't know. How do you rationalize that? How, well, how long has it been? Water. World? The trivia says it's twenty. Uh, the year two thousand five hundred. Oh, okay. 2,500? So it's a bit out there, but also... How is that like, tanker still... You're telling me it's still feasible that Waterworld could happen. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yep. That's what I'm hearing. We already know there was a Waterworld. But mm. every rainbow we see, we remember that promise. I I uh, I made a note of... This is literally what I wrote down. Smokers are the ones with the gasoline... That's what was distinctive about them because mm-hmm. nobody else had gasoline. They don't call it guzzoline like they would in like Mad Max. They call it go juice and black stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like verbiage in this movie that's really weird. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> hydro and water. Hydro. <laughs> some, some of it's hydro, some of it's do still you know, water. Do you know what resin is? They talk about that a few times. I didn't get what it was, though. I didn't understand what he was using it for. They said, we need more resin. When was this? 
This was like even later on. Like this is with the dude that's been at the sea that you know was he wanted to trade women for paper. That scene was pretty epic though in the, in the floating island thing. How they got out of that? The, yeah. The smokers attack them. I really loved the um the the set of yeah. that. You know all the ships coming in yep. and the they're all like worn and you know post apocalyptic type and I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that you know that setting. It's super yeah. cool for me. Yeah, I did like um, the practical effects in this. Yeah, it was. You can see where the budget went. Yeah, like, I mean, it was looked like a very expensive movie, but it looked cool. I mean, I liked uh, the scene where his 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 little boat thing, like, goes all transformer, and, like, <laughs> spreads out, spreads its wings and, and flies. flies. Yeah, <laughs> makes. I, I I believe this movie was like a mega huge budget like one of the highest budgets at the time, time it was the most expensive movie ever made it, I, I mean you can see it you until know. titanic a few years later yeah yeah and it, the budget was 175 million so i guess that, i mean that the crazy. time you know about half of that was for kevin cosner's hairline <laughs> <laughs> oh kevin tons of practical effects i mean you you can see the age and some of the other stuff but um, yeah, I mean, at this point too, because I thought that scene was just like really cool. All the all mm-hmm. the action, oh, it was a good action scene. You yeah, know? and we are. I'm not a big to... fan of jet ski action personally. <laughs> jet ski action, really? No. How, what about water skis being <laughs> skiers being pulled <laughs> by an scene, airplane? Oh my goodness. <laughs> mm. That yeah, I will say that was like the one cheesy scene of that whole action montage. Like, yeah, where the skis. It is a little ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, oh come it was on. It's very. It's very Mad Max, though. <laughs> they should have had some guy on on top of it playing electric guitar. Yeah, it was very. The guy in the pig pig looking costume. Dude, that bullets. was straight Fury Road. Straight Mad Max. Yeah, there was so much of this, so much, especially this scene. Was this the sequence. the director of this? He also did Mad Max. No, no. George Miller um, did Mad Max. Interesting. And uh, he's a doctor uh, in real life. Oh, wow. How do they know about this girl? The the dude that was at the bar. He was like... Oh, he was searching. Yeah, remember? He was talking to the guy, and he was like, I, f- I see a girl with... I see. There's it's basically, of, there's an older man stalking a little girl. I can see this kind of being one of those movies where you have to watch it a second time to pick up on one of those little those little things. Because there's just, a couple of things. Just I'm watch like, it halfway well, through. There were, um, <laughs> there were 36 drafts of this movie, wow. of the script. Oh, my God. With six writers. Now... Um, there were a lot of deleted scenes, apparently. Wow, yeah. And they, they, like, explained quite a bit. I can see that. Like, there's a fan edit of this movie that's um, probably, like, three hours long, but they said it. the plot is much more coherent in it. Hmm. Which, I mean, I didn't think it was, like, super yeah. incoherent. Yeah, me neither. But, like, I mean, apparently this, like, really lays it out. Yeah, I mean, I felt like... Uh, because from what I understand, you know, like the history of uh, Jaws and stuff like that, apparently filming on water is one of the toughest things to do in filmmaking. Yeah, one of <clears throat> one of my favorite bits of trivia I found in this is like how apparently they had to stop filming pretty often so that they could take people to porta potties on a barge. <laughs> like, that's awesome. So they must have shot this kind of far away from land it, mm-hmm. it looks legit most yeah. of this stuff looks really good like as far as 
I was re- no I land. was really impressed with like the visual effects of it all yeah. for being 1995. I mean, the was... only CGI I really picked up on. Well, I guess there's like the green screen with um, the underwater yeah. scenes, yeah. but there's also like just the balloons, mm-hmm. the balloon. Yeah, that balloon boat. guy. That yeah. that's where it's like. That's, I mean, it was subtle enough to where it doesn't really bother you. Yeah, it didn't. I mean, it, didn't it was overpowered though. It was good for the time. Yeah, yeah. People were like, "Whoa, wow, a kite!" Dr- <laughs> this is like this does to kites what Jurassic Park did to dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, there's a part where he goes, uh, "Send in the kamikaze," and I was like. Uh, have you guys seen Mad Max? Have you seen any Mad Max, Kyle? No, I have you haven't not. seen the new one. Mm-mm. Oh man, it's so good. I've seen the previews. What are they? Theron. What do they say? Because they because they believe that like in that that like to die in battle is they say it's a, what a glorious day or something like that. What a beautiful day or something. Yeah. What a lovely day. What a lovely day. And then they spray paint their mouth. Uh, I need to rewatch that movie. It's such a good movie. I yeah. think it's. I think Which it's one? Great. They're it, all pretty it, good. I haven't seen the third one, but I saw the first two, and they were really. I good. haven't seen because I didn't really get into it until kind of closer to this. So I started watching the original Mad Max, and I kind of, you know, because it's so much older. Yeah. That it, I was, I lost interest pretty early on, but I think it was just because I needed to really give it more of a shot. Yeah, I was the same way. The first one's a little rough. The second one, Road Warrior, is actually. I've heard that's pretty really good. great. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really good villains. I think in Road Road mm-hmm. Warrior. This has been our ep of Waterworld. We'll uh, <laughs> see you next time for Mad Max. Well, it's not our fault that Waterworld is just Mad Max in the ocean. Hey, guy, it's not our fault that it's basically Mad Max. On the ocean. Did anyone else feel like this was kind of like a Book of Eli? I mean, Eli? I second that, Chris. <laughs> well, Book of Eli is basically just that same genre it, of post but like, it was It's just Mad Max, but he's blind. No. <laughs> and that's and not know, our fault. <laughs> Stop and with you Mad know what? Max. It's basically, it's not our fault that it's Mad Max, but he's blind. I agree. And you know what? Guess what? The road... Have you ever heard of the road? It's not our fault that it's just Mad Max, but with one road. Hey, I haven't seen it. I've heard of it, though. And it's not our fault that it's just Mad Max with one road. Wall-E? It's Mad Max, but with robots. It's not our fault. Hey, you know Road Warrior? It's just Mad Max, but the sequel... And that's not our fault. Ow. At all. I'm so confused at what's happening right now. Well, that's not our fault. It's not our fault. What what? isn't your fault? That it's Mad Max with dirt in it. All right. (laughs) That opening scene does take a long time. Mm. Well, um, there are uh, quite a few scenes yep. that are in no rush to uh, transition into something happening. They're not in any rush. Yeah, that was a pretty open, uh, epic opening. And then mm-hmm. that brings us to about 40 minutes into the movie. Still got a lot to go. Um, Still got about <laughs> an hour and 50 minutes at that point. <laughs> um, and he, said, he mentioned something about the dry land journey is going to take 12 days. Because... Uh, he ends up in the goop inside a cage, which uh, uh, Helen uh, 
<laughs> Helen goes and knocks him out of there and saves his butt. Helen. 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 Um, but she says, you, uh, what does she say to him? You prop, hey, take us to dry land and, and I'll save you. And he's like, cool. Cool, no, bro. he said. No, he said. Sure, sure. <laughs> she asked. She asked. Would you? Would you? Or do you promise to take us to dry land? And he said, Sure, sure. And that was it. I think that was about the fourth word he had uttered at this point too yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite favorite line though. Sure. sure. Um, <coughs> so uh, this is where <laughs> we kind of figure out because uh, they they escape in this really epic scene in the beginning. Escape from the smokers and uh, Deacon who is Dennis Hopper's character. And we find out at this point why they're called smokers because they have an endless supply of cigarettes (laughs) on this barge that they all live in and hang out. That's the smoking section of this movie. There was like so much irony in this movie. Like, I don't know about, well, it's definitely not subtle irony. It's pretty. uh, No, yeah, that's what I meant. Just like, yeah, just wow. So Dennis Hopper, Essentially plays Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But I will. He was my favorite part of the movie. I though. do. Yeah, I, Dennis I Hopper agree. was great. He had like a southern accent in this movie. Yeah, too. he kind of he plays that character really well. Yeah, I mean he, he you you believe seeing him and hearing him, you believe he could control an army of psychopaths mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. love their cools. They find so them. that old the old guy with the uh, balloon boat, like he just like accidentally sets sail. <laughs> He's like, "Sorry, guys, see you when the plot needs me." <laughs> Jack Black, yeah. Jack Black pops up in this movie. And Jack White. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and he's flying a plane. Um, I'm just kidding. You're kidding? Jack White wasn't in this movie. I was just joking. <laughs> It's not our fault that Jack White was oh not God. in this movie. When, look, the White Stripes were just Mad Max if they were a man. And that's not our fault. Um, I don't know about you guys, but honestly, uh, being out in the middle of the water like that is one of the most terrifying ideas. To Yeah. Me. It was look, boring. I mean, I actually like have scare me. a lot of nightmares involving just like being underwater at night. Like that's oh. pretty much it. It's just like I'll be like in the middle of the ocean at the ocean floor and it's nighttime. I'm just like, no, no, I'm not okay with this. This is your life at pie moment. Yeah, yeah. life. Also, life going over bridges over water. Like mm-hmm. I have a lot of dreams about that, mm-hmm. where like the bridge is like. Just like Trying wide enough you. for each tire. Oh gosh! And you're like, if you go one, yeah, yeah I've been there. I've I've done that. There's this bridge. Yeah, I won't get into that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna cross does, that bridge. Does it lead to Terabithia? No. Some when stuff would happen to his boat, I was like, no, please, no, no, no. I don't. I hate that because you know, there's <laughs> there's nothing in this movie. Like if if he if the if any one thing happens in this world where, you know, like, you know, they run out of water, you're just praying that somebody happens upon you. If you run you out of water, I mean? just drink your own pee. Just, That's you know, what he did. Yeah. There, you only have so much pee left, though, at That's that point. True. Well, then you, it's, it's, an, endless, it's yeah. an endless cycle. Crazy dude appears at this point. Uh-huh. We see a crazy guy. Which one? Super sketchy. There's, oh, this is the above average. Your finger glove. Oh yeah, 
the one fingered glove man finger glove man you know what i'm talking about yeah actually was that did he he didn't lose a finger did no he? he just wore a glove on one finger like this that was a, we're talking about like the the dude with the accent yes right? Yeah. yeah, who had not drank water in a while. I he, don't think we needed that scene. Yeah, I agree. Cut I that scene, much better movie. I mean, it's like I know I just arguing or like complaining about the pacing and how <laughs> like moments of nothing happening, but that also keeps the plot from moving forward pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And also like their main fight takes place off screen. Yeah. Mhm. He just comes up and it does one of the old switcheroos where the bad guy comes out, but oh, yep. he's got a knife in his back, but it's just a wound. They got a fishing pole out of it, and then Kevin Costner took one look and said, Well, you don't need this. You're never going to catch anything with that. Dude, Kevin Costner was the worst in this movie. <laughs> he, he, honest, like, he was a jerk. Yeah, he changed his mind on that dude try, selling the women, selling uh, Helen. Um, yeah. For hmm. some papers. Helen. Yeah, because I could have understood that scene a little bit if, like, there was something on the papers that was like, oh, man, yeah. I need to go this or, oh, snap. If that was, like, the moment where he realized that this girl was telling guess, the truth or whatever it was. Guess what? The answer was in papers he already had <laughs> in a box with National Geographic <laughs> magazines. <laughs> he already had the papers. Like, yeah. That scene was pointless. Yeah, we get this scene too where the little kid has a whole conversation with her mouth full of food, and I just, uh, it was bothering me really, really badly. Man, Kevin Costner should have smacked her. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> kind of the scene that uh, changes everything for him. I, and I, I don't, I didn't find it that believable. <coughs> she brings, she brings Kevin Costner this uh, drawing that helen um hands hands her the photo and it's from or the, the the picture and it's from her in a green crayon but apparently that makes him want to teach her how to swim we're we're seeing this in the perspective of his eyes and he's colorblind so how do you know he's colorblind blind um, all fish are colorblind yeah they only see blue <laughs> Oh man, that been, was a sucky line. It would have been really funny if he like couldn't see color. <laughs> it's just like a white page to him. <laughs> he, he looks at this box of crayons and they're just all different shades of gray. That's why that's it's fifty shades of gray. <laughs> no. I knew exactly where you're going with that joke. I mean there were fifty crayons. <laughs> there were fifty crayons. Do you say crayons or crayons? Do you say clothes or clothes? I would never. I would smack somebody if they said clothes. Hey, Kevin Costner over here. Cloths. It's Alex is like Kevin Costner over here. You know, Kevin Slapping Costner kids. over here. <laughs> Forget about it. Man, I would smack a little girl if I heard someone say that. <laughs> I feel like every episode we. Figure out some way to say, oh, forget about it, you know. <laughs> forget about it. Forget about it. We bring up a lot of things that we need to forget. Uh, um, what do you guys think of the soundtrack? At this point, I made a note on it. Sometimes it was really good. Yeah. Like sometimes it was very sweeping and almost Lord of the Rings like. Mm -hmm. Other times it sounded like, like 90s. a bad christmas music <laughs> or a christmas movie like jingle all the way or something there was random flutes in there every now and again well to like stick with the ocean theme well all right so that that brings me to this question ocean music 
if somebody said underwater music, right? Mm-hmm. You probably have an, a general idea of what that sounds like in your mind. Caribbean music. Right? It would sound a little like this. And then <laughs> maybe like a little uh, slide guitar, but really, really slow. You know, thinking, it's all got like the pan flutes. I'm thinking uh, Beach Boys, you know, it's it's all fun, fun, fun until daddy takes the T-bird away. Man River. But I mean, like, you know, the Mario 64 underwater levels and stuff. They have like this. They have like this. They just have a sound. You know what I'm talking about? Like the music has a certain sound to it, like bells and. I don't know if you agree or not. So you're basing your music off of a video game from the 80s. It's not my music. It's this movie's your, music. You said 64. That's not the 80s. <laughs> um, I said nine, I said I said Nintendo 64. The entire soundtrack should have been 8-bit. Well, or at least 64-bit. Mm. Um, the the girl was kind of mean in this movie too. She was like the little girl. Yeah. Oh, she was sweet. Oh, not mean, but I just mean like very like straightforward i guess oh well like later on she puts on a tough she's a tough like, mug she was, she, that got a, that got kind of old what she, immediately when she was like talking him up talking uh kevin costner up he to will the, come for me oh my gosh you know, it's like yeah. all he did was teach you to swim <laughs> no he was kind <laughs> of a jerk to you that, he he's hit not scared you of anything. all movie <laughs> he he's killed tons of people even little girls <laughs> That's that one line Take was me, like. For instance, he tried to kill me a few times. <laughs> he threw me in the water. One note here, just because uh, this was, I think, around we're kind of around the two-hour mark or getting close to it. Um, and I felt like you know, at this point, Waterworld for what it is could have been crazy boring. Mm-hmm. It's a planet that has one scene, you know, one piece of scenery. Yep. They actually do a really good job in this movie of keeping it interesting. I will agree. And I mean, I this is my first time watching it. Oh, yeah? I was not... I had very low expectations of it. <laughs> hey, just because I choose a movie doesn't mean you need to have low expectations. I mean, I I liked your first movie, and I was... A, like, your second one wasn't that bad. But yeah, I thought... I thought like, because um, around this part, I made that note because, like, they end up going underwater, and he shows her basically the real world. Mm-hmm. Which is, you're right. It's like it's almost as if a big accident happened, and like the ice cup caps melted instantly, and um, all of that. It was all very. Which weird. that underwater scene I really liked. I yeah. thought it was well done. Yeah, it was kind of cool. And like it, it might have had to do with uh, uh, James Newton Howard's music, which yeah. I thought I don't remember what he Pan did. Flutes. Yeah, so that eight bit James Howard score. <laughs> I thought that was it, it. It meshed well. Yeah, and even like the it was noticeably green screen, but I mean it was still well done. Let's talk about the tanker. Yeah. Are, are we ready to talk about that? Yeah, man. Let's. Oh well, one thing I wanted to say too. She gets kidnapped, right? So we're almost to the tanker scene. She gets kidnapped mm. because of uh, reasons, and um, so she's gone. the The ship is blown apart. And they decide to like make out. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't like that felt super forced to me. Like because mm-hmm. it was like right after this thing. And I've, I guess it was like one of those moments where it was like, oh, we need to have a love scene because, mm-hmm. you know, what else is there to do? Yeah. I, 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 one consistent thing I have with movies, I don't think there has to be 
a romantic storyline between male and female yeah. leads. And I mean, especially when it feels forced. Like I, yeah. one of the worst uh, examples I have is actually from a movie I plan to defend, and that's <laughs> Man of Steel. Okay. Where mm-hmm. they're like their first kiss is like in a giant crater of what used to be part of Metropolis. Uh-huh. So it's like I don't know. Sometimes just don't worry about it. Just yeah. Focus on the story. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we're at the tanker part now. What's happening? Basically, he's trying to rally up the troops in the one tanker that's still floating. (laughs) He's giving a speech. Yep. Uh, Give his people hope that there is going to be a a land at some point. But he's fibbing. Which is not really a winning strategy. What's going to happen in a couple months? He said it was going to buy him time. Yeah. At that point, though, people will forget yeah, yeah. By then, That's, they'll just be paddling one day. It's like, what? What are we doing? Did he say that they're gonna row the boat? He said that gives them time to, like, he's gonna save the gasoline. Because I think he did say go and row. Like he commanded them to go row the boat. I did like that visual of them <laughs> rowing a oil tanker. Did yeah. they row it? I mean, like, is that? I mean, we didn't see them actually row the boat, right? Was there a scene inside or something where they're pedaling or yeah. something like that? Yeah, they're like yeah. Oh, I didn't. I totally missed that. It, it was like five minutes. They and were then doing it. Showed an inside shot. It showed, an like, it like showed this it. guy yelling, "Row!" Yeah. <laughs> Did you not? Pick that? You didn't pick I up didn't on that. See that? Uh, it, there was my like eyes might have, but my brain did not. There, there was three different shots. It showed the first, like the first <laughs> shot was them picking up the oars and sticking them out of the hole. The second part was like a close shot of the oars going into the water and then them <laughs> waiting. And then the third one was an actual shot of the entire ship moving with the oars <laughs> paddling. <laughs> I can't believe you missed that. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I did. Huh? <laughs> I do want to talk about the um, the tanker, though, for a second. Yeah, let's do it. I thought it was really funny. So mm-hmm. they basically worship St. Joe. It's like <laughs> the captain of the ship. Like uh-huh. He was the original captain. The bad guys. And so I looked up just the name Joe Hazelwood, and uh, he's got a photo in the yeah the photo yeah. It turns thing. out it's a real dude, <laughs> and uh, he he was the captain of Exxon Valdez, which is actually, as we find out, was the name of the ship in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, as well as it's the ship in real life. Oil tanker, um, yeah. And during he was um, he was. Basically, that ship was the cause of the 1989 oil spill. Mm-hmm. His ship that, that yeah. uh, he captained or whatever. Yeah, he yeah. And so, <laughs> I thought it was really funny that like they he's basically a bad guy in real <laughs> life, and the bad guys are inhabiting a bad guy place. Did you see? Uh, <laughs> did you see on that ship? Because uh, Dennis Hopper's like making this speech and stuff. Did you see the what was printed in big words underneath him Mm-mm. on the side? It said no smoking. so that brings us uh to how uh kevin costner blows the ship up yeah which once again he uh saves enola by endangering her life (laughs) and blowing up the ship that they're on yeah I thought it was kind of cool, though. It, it was cool. It was a little, like, non-cliche of it to, like... It really didn't drag it out. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, he's got he's got this thing lit. He's got to drop it or, or you know, piss or get off the pot. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's already done one of those. <laughs> yep. And uh, so 
So now it's time to drop the thing in there, um, which he, was a pretty cool scene. Mm-hmm. He saved the old dude by killing him, the guy that was trapped in the yeah, no, gas, what, in the what gas did he say? tank. Oh, thank God. Yeah, what? he said, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm ready to go, which was kind of sad if you think which about I it. Thought, um, I, I thought it was funny how everything explodes in this movie, just like immediately. <laughs> it's this huge, unrealistic explosion. But, but when he drops a flare into an oil tanker, it was kind of like explodes a little slowly (laughs) yeah a little slowly and like the only place that didn't explode was the place where he was standing yeah yeah fire shoots out of every hole except the one that he threw the torch (laughs) kind of like when i get taco bell (laughs) hey don't (laughs) i mean i love taco bell oh man hey that reminds me. So, Joss Whedon actually did some rewrites on this movie. What? Yeah. Who? Who's that? Joss Whedon? Who's that? Joss Whedon. Whedon. It's Listen, Joss Whedon. It's not our Listen, fault. There's oh no other way to explain it. It's Joss Whedon. <laughs> Who is that? Buffy, Avengers, Cabin in the Woods. Um, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I, listen, no, he it's did not Firefly. our fault. And Firefly. And, it, uh, no, that's J.J. Abrams. Um, Buffy. Yeah, I already said Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the TV just, series or the movie? TV series. Ah, gotcha. But um, he described uh, rewriting it as seven weeks of hell. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because he had to do it on a ship. Well, apparently this was just like a really uh, cursed movie. Yeah. Like multiple people almost died. Oh, man. Like even Kevin Costner and both of the girls at some point, like both of the girls almost drown in one scene. Kevin Costner, like when he was strapped to the ship at one point, there, like this big storm kicked in and he was just strapped to it. <laughs> Probably that scene where he's on top like at the way way yeah. top. <laughs> Can you imagine being up there and the storm comes by? <laughs> A squall as they called it. Squall. Uh one of the stunt coordinators got compression sickness from shooting underwater. Oh gosh. There's one thing too that I had a question on too. Maybe I just don't know how maps work, but don't you need some sort of visible reference to have a map if it's not like a star map or no, something? No, just point the girl in the right direction. Because <laughs> they even look at a map. They're like, he's here. Uh, I don't know. I guess they have charts that, for seas. That water looks like this water. <laughs> um, the water world smokers live on cigarettes and spam. With spam? Where did that come from? What? You didn't see the spam? <laughs> No. <laughs> what? You didn't even see... Hey, you can't judge me. You I didn't know. even see the ores. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, correct me if I'm wrong, because I thought it was kind of funny. He gets in his airplane with the girl, because he's like, I'm going to fly out of here or whatever. <laughs> Does he say, do you know how to fly an airplane? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He asked her if she knew how to fly an airplane. Sadly. Do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> and once again, he saves her by crashing the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Puts her in danger. Yep. Dennis Hopper's knocked out, but she's totally fine. Totally. There's lots of wire work in this movie, too. It's like he's constantly using a wire to do something. You know what I mean? That's or they're using wires to do More something. More like Wire World. <laughs> or The Wire. Um, the huh? last bat. All right. So we're like towards. We're basically at the end of the movie. 
the last bad kind of the last bad guy scene well then there's this 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 ex machina moment where they come in on the on the on the uh balloon and save save them from the wreckage and all that stuff and then there's like a hilarious death scene for the main boss i thought that was hilarious With like, he bungee jumps off the balloon, with pull, yanks her up out of the water, and then with two unknown characters like that. Where these guys come from? Exactly. Hey, who are these guys? That seems like a rewrite that came out of nowhere. It was like very rushed, but I thought it was hilarious because they they don't they just they don't just like run into each other and smash into each other. It's a giant. They just balloon. blow up. Yep. <laughs> I don't think anything would ever blow up like <laughs> and these then wave I, racers and it was, jet skis. It was a very 90s moment, though. Yeah. That's how people died in the 90s. And it didn't even... I think it was their just jet like... jet skis exploded on their... I thought it was normal rope that he used. I was like, he's going to dislocate his leg <laughs> by the time. I could have I was like, oh my God, this is going to hurt I so know. Bad. I also like how he... <laughs> He jumped before he told them to like strap the other side of the rope in. <laughs> That's basically like Lady Gaga during the Super Bowl. Remember how she jumped? It was just like like this. It was so It weird. was this. Yeah. It was like I think it was like stage. It was this. This is great for podcasting. Yep. He's a uh, vigorous jazz hands, Alex is doing. And jazz feet. <laughs> so the big question, how do they find the dry land? Did they, I did I no, blink they, for a second? They point the girl to they where followed her back. Yeah. <laughs> did back they explain where? That? It was almost like they accidentally came upon it. Did they did they explain it and I just no. missed it? Yeah. So basically, as soon as they got on top of the uh, the floating thing, they, the he, little the when little... they pulled her up, the old man was like, "Of course, it's backwards." And so he had like a little we'll get it. <laughs> it it's backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Backwards. It's words on her back. No, no, back warts. <laughs> warts that are in the shape of a map. Oh, this is just nothing. This is just birthmark. <laughs> so what? It was backwards the whole time? Yeah, basically. They didn't understand how to read it. Well, and I'm so glad they put that in there. He so after they pulled him out, he's like, Of course, it's backwards. And then he had a little eye dial thing to he's like, Of course, you just measure you count backwards from the sun. He pointed the little measurement thing to the sun. He's like, it's directly that way. <laughs> Points behind him. First thing they see is a seagull. And then we get on the land. Everything's like really cool and stuff. And then you look at Kevin Costner. He's looking around. and all you can. He's like, I hate this. <laughs> he's a real fish he's out like, of water. Not the horses. <laughs> can we hold on? Can Not we talk about horses. like the revealing of the island? It felt very Jurassic Parkish. Yeah, like it. The clouds parted, mm-hmm. and there was Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, I think a better ending would have been them coming across like the fallen Statue of Liberty and Charlton Heston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else, guys? Um, I felt like. Everything after they get on the island didn't really need to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was almost like a whole. At that point, it was almost like like a whole movie's worth of new information. Yeah. Like how they're coping with the island. We didn't it need like, it. We didn't need to know anything about <clears throat> the girl's backstory. Yeah. And like even with uh Kevin Costner's like reaction to the island and going back into the water, like. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is too much to explore there to do it in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, any other thoughts? Um, how about reviews? 
Okay, yeah. Um, it's a green splat. <laughs> a green splat. That's right. So critical consensus. Uh, though it suffered from toxic buzz at the time of its release, Waterworld is ultimately an ambitious misfire, an extravagant sci-fi flick with some decent moments and a lot of silly ones. Here's a positive one. It's a genuine vault at greatness that misses the mark but survives. So that's a positive one. <laughs> it misses the mark but survives. Yep. If the story seems a little waterlogged... <laughs> It's still big, loud, and fun to watch. Get it? Like a, you know, a water log. It's one of those marginal pictures you're not unhappy to have seen, but can't quite recommend. That's a rotten one. Oh, okay. I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of punny That ones. was Roger Ebert. Oh, <laughs> oh my yes. gosh. I feel like there's going to be so many pun ones that would be like, washed down, uh, bloated script. Uh, Waterworld drowned in bad buzz during its theatrical release. It deserves a better fate. So that's a positive one. Yeah. They gave it 2.5 out of 4. Uh, that's definitely fitty fitty. <laughs> so this is the worst reviewed movie that we've done so far. Only just. Only like just. it's 1% lower than The Village. The vil- Wow. that That's mind blowing to me. I know. I know. I can't believe The Village got that low still. Yeah. Okay, so this one says has the makings of a cult movie, which I 100% agree with. Yeah. Yeah, I can buy about that. <clears throat> and I think it's already kind of a cult movie. Yep. I'm the cult leader of this film. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. This uh three words. Actually pretty good. <laughs> All right, how about verdicts? We ready to do that? Yeah, you ready to do that? Let me hear them. Right, any final thoughts before we get to that? How do you plea? How do you plea? I I plead this uh, not guilty. Yeah. Yeah. After rewatching it, I think uh, I, I still stand on that. Yep. Yeah. So this is like not a nostalgia movie for you. It definitely is for me, but uh, I don't know about you. Well, you've never seen it before. Mm. So like for me, I remember loving it as a kid it, and then coming back. To it's it not now. as nostalgia for me yeah. as it is for you. Like it still is yeah. somewhat, but it's more of just like, I really like this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. All right, Chris, you want to open this up with your verdict? Sure. Um, I I went into it with I I think I mentioned this earlier. I went into it with not very high expectations because mm-hmm. it just didn't seem like a very interesting premise to me. Because mm-hmm. um, for one, I knew it would it, even the special effects I didn't expect to really impress me because mm-hmm. the movie is what like twenty years old now. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of tedious moments in it, yeah. and I think it could have dealt with some more editing. Uh-huh. Uh but the action scenes were like they still they still hold up in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The set pieces are really like really creative. Uh the characters are kind of hit or miss for me, but yeah. Dennis Hopper was really really great. Like mm-hmm. he I mean, he was he almost made up he picked up a lot of the slack. Uh with that said, I would probably say it's not guilty. Yep. Um, I would say too, Waterworld is a movie with many problems. One of them being it's it's just too long. Yeah, I think they could have cut yeah. out some time. Despite that, I don't think it ever is really that boring. No, like I've seen shorter movies that I was, but there were a couple movies. There were a couple moments where I was like, okay, what where what time are we? <laughs> how much is left? 
Um, I think Kevin Costner sort of hits one note, and that's about it. Um, he grows a lot, and but I'm I, I agree hundred percent with you, Chris. About I just wasn't I didn't root for him very often. Yeah, because I felt like I was like, man, I don't think I'm supposed to like this guy. <laughs> um, but at the same time. I can see why he was a mega superstar back in the nineties because he just commands, he just has a way about him. He doesn't even have to do anything. It's like, I'll just yeah. show up and the movie will be fine. M- movies in the nineties. I just feel like felt different than movies mm-hmm. like in any other time period, whether it be like Forrest Gump or, you know, there's just so many movies that just felt so big. It's, I think part of it is because is because, it's right, right at the beginning of CG, and it's right at, and it's the epitome of practical effects. Mm-hmm. So they still were, they were killing it with practical effects. And mm-hmm. so, this movie had so many great practical effects that they, they had to, they couldn't rely on CG. They had to blend it, you know, mm-hmm. just like with, just like with um, uh, Jurassic Park and stuff. So, um. And I really miss how movies feel felt from the '90s. I think it's yeah. some of it do with trends of music and stuff, you know, in movies because I, I I love all that. But th- so this movie feel just feels huge to me. It feels like an epic movie. Um, I like the story a lot. My biggest complaint, if anything, was just how much of a ripoff it is of Mad Max. I I mean, it's like a blatant ripoff. Which, to be fair, the the main writer, I guess. Flat out said, like, yeah, I just, I was inspired by Road Warrior. I, I can hit, I can hear the pitch meeting, and this is what it had to have been. Uh, it's Mad Max, but with water. <laughs> Forget about it. Put uh, a little water in it. Uh, but, however, I deem this movie not guilty because it freaking rocks, and yes. I couldn't recommend it more. I love this movie. Yeah. I can't believe that the majority of people hate this movie. Hmm. Um, and I would recommend it to anybody. Nice. I want to say love, but I I did enjoy it. Yeah, um, so yeah, I love this movie. So I would. Uh, so you're not guilty, Kyle. Cool. Waterworld. All right, cool. Another episode in the can. Not guilty. Waterworld. Go see it, you guys. Even though you know the whole movie. This is Alex. This is Kyle. And this is Chris. Yeah. Saying bye. Bye. Guilty pleasure movies.